welcome all the guests that are here for our diversity and everyone's here in the base Medish every night. And Kippur is 48, less than 40 hours away. We all could use some last minute hadracha and chizuk. Bursting has been doing that for over 37 years here in LA. Our daughters are beneficiaries of that and many, many other people. It's a great a pleasure and privilege to have our Bursting give us some chizuk on the Yon and Yon Kippur right now. Okay. Good evening and a gemach simetayv everybody, a good kibbutz here. First of all, I can't even express how impressed I am coming into the kail and seeing everybody learning so basmod the rabbi. I feel, in a way, I feel guilty to stop all this learning. There must be a question that everybody here in this room has. And that is, we have Bar Hashem over here, you have Rabbi Brander, you have Rabbi Stern, you have Rabbi Lepar, Chashevet Talmideh Chachamim, G'day Le'Tayra, what they go and bring Rabbi Burstein here for? And Rabbi Burstein, the question is on you, how did you accept to stand in the place of these great people? So I want to answer with a Rashi in Sanhedrin Daf Mandala Damit Beis. Rashi, very, very really in Shas, will you ever find that Rashi brings a story? But Rashi in Sanhedrin Memdala does. Rashi brings Maisa Babuchis Echad Yisrael Rosh Echad Shemais. There was a tax collector, a Jewish tax collector, that was a Russia, and he passed away, he died. Uboy Bayoim, in the very same day that this Rosh of the Muchis died, Mais Adam Godoil Bayir, a great Talmud Chacham passed away in the city. And all the people in the city came and were busy with this Levaya of this great person. And the relative of that tax collector, they went and they made a funeral. The family members of, of that tax collector made a a Levaya for this tax collector, and they were right behind this funeral of the Chacham. And the enemies came and they attacked the people at the funeral. And they, everybody left the coffins. And they ran away, they ran to save their lives, they ran for their lives. There was one Talmud of this Chacham. He wouldn't leave the Mita, the coffin of his Rebbe. And he stayed there, he stayed there, risked his life, whatever he did, he doesn't care that the enemies came. He is not going to leave 
the coffin of, of his Rebbe. And uh, after a while, the people of the city came to bury the Chacham. A terrible thing happened. They exchanged the two coffins. And they came, they took the, the, the people, the Chachamim who came, the Gedolim of the city came, and they took the coffin of this Mokhas, this Russia, and they, and they proceeded with the, with, with, with the Talmud, This Talmud that didn't leave the coffin of his Rabbi Tzoyak, he was screaming, it didn't help, they wouldn't listen to him. They paid no attention. And the Kroivim, the relatives of this tax collector, they buried the Chochem as though it was theirs. And, 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 and the Rosh was buried with, with great honor. And this Talmud had great anguish. He was very in pain. How could it be that my Rebbe, what did he do, what sin did he do, what Avera did he do, that he should be buried with such disgrace, as though he was a Muchas? And what mitzvah did this Muchas, this tax collector do, that he should, that he should merit having a, a funeral as though he was a great Chocham. Says Rashi, this is a Rashi, this is not from, this is a Rashi HaKadosh. His Rebbe came to him in a dream. And he told him, don't be pain, don't have any, any pain from this whole incident. Come and I will show you my covet that I have in Ganeidin, the covet boy, boy, and come, Verecha, and I will and I will show you that Russia in Gehenna. I don't know what this means, but Rashi says it. The hinge of Gehenna is 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 is, uh, is, is around his ear. I don't know what that means. I haven't been there. I hope never to go. So I might never find out. No, but then. So, but the question is a question. We have a big tzorachian here. You have an Adam Godel that's buried Bebezoyim. Good, fine. In Ghanaian, you're doing fine. But obviously, you did a sin that you should be buried in disgrace. And obvious that the... the, the Buches did something good that he should be buried with such covet. What was it? Listen to this. The Chacham tells his Talmud in the dream. I heard somebody using disparaging words about a Talmud Chacham. And I didn't protest. And therefore I got punished that I should be buried in disgrace. Because I didn't protest when somebody spoke And what about the Russia? This Muchis once prepared a meal 
for the Tsar of the city, the office or whatever. And the Tsar never showed up. And he honored poor people that they could eat from whatever, whatever. And this is how he got paid that he had a beautiful, beautiful. And Rashi continues. But the Megayali Yonenu, when I remembered this Rashi, I said to myself, the COVID of Talmud Chachem is so great. I got a call from a great Mokim Torah, and I got, I got the call from a great person. And if I'm going to say no, I'm going to respond negative. I don't know. How can I? How can I? You can't. So I chose, I chose to say yes, even though the question still stands, why did that Chocham call me and ask me to speak? So we'll leave it by a Tzarechiyah. You know the story, they say that there was once a person who wrote the Rogachava. For those who don't know who the Rogachava was, the Rogachava had a mind that raced 24 hours a day, just he was from the great pre-World War II, the geniuses of the generation. So somebody once wrote a letter to the Rogachava, and, and he told the Rogachava that uh, I'm stuck with a question. I can't move. I can't proceed in my learning. Please answer me this question that I'm going to ask you because I'm stuck on this thing for two weeks and I can't proceed in my learning. So the Raghachava quickly wrote him back a letter, and he gave him a hundred Mara Mekaymas, a hundred uh, sources to, 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 to look up. The man gets a letter from the Raghachava. He looks at the first one. It's got nothing to do with my question. The second one, the third one, the fifth one. There wasn't a single one that had anything to do with anything. So he wrote back to Raghachava. He says, you know, I'm not a genius like you. Maybe you can explain to me what in the world they don't seem to have anything to do with each other. They don't seem to have anything to do with it. So the Rogatcha answered him back. You said that you have a question and it's not allowing you to proceed. I gave you a hundred sources with Taisvis, with Rabkivega, with the Rajva, whatever. They were left with a question and they continue. So you have a question, go on, go on in life. That's all. Gave item, gave item. Okay, so so you'll have this question and you'll stay with the question and and, and uh, it's before Yom Kippur. It's frightening. It's before Yom Kippur. It's, you know, it's it's a serious time and that's that's why we're here. That's why we're talking. We're here because we come here to learn anyway. But so what is our avoidance? What are, we, what are we going to accomplish? What are we doing? What is it all about? So I want to quote you a lotion of Rabbi Yisrael Salanta, what Rabbi Yisrael Salanta writes. Kol echad mi Yisrael, every single Jew, which means you and me, every one of us, chayiv nimtsoi loi And he writes a parenthesis, hamtsoi, he writes in Yiddish, and it's just as much English as it is Yiddish, plan. Every Jew has to have a plan. Adrega from the beginning of Elul, Adrega shall Yom Kippur till the last moment of Yom Kippur, Allah Shonahabo. How will I 
What is my plan for the coming year? That's what we're doing here. We're sitting down and we're trying to figure out what in the world are we going to do. You have to have a plan. Without a plan, anybody that runs anything knows you need a plan. What's your plan? I plan to finish the Masechet. I plan to finish you got to have a plan. Without a plan, you're, you're, you're like, you're lost. You're lost in, a, in, in an ocean. So everybody has to have a plan. And they have to work on it. So much so that the altar from Kellum says, and I don't know if I should even say it because it's frightening. But the altar from Kellum says, that he holds that somebody that doesn't learn Musar every day and work and plan on how he's going to correct those things that he needs to correct. The altar from Kel says, I feel that Yom Kippur will not be Machabah. Because it's partial because he says Yom Kippur is supposed to be a time where you have Charatazi you, 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 you're working on it. If you don't make a chesh ben nefesh, if you don't have a, like Ripsosalante calls it, a plan, a hantzor, so you're floundering. You're not, you're, you're, you're not serious about what you're doing. You can't expect your kippetim and mechaper when you're not serious about your plan, what, what, what you plan to do. So what do you do? So what are we going to do? You know, Rav Shrom Shvadron asked this question of Rav Leib Chasma. <coughs> he asked him. He was a Talmud of Rav Leib Chasma. And he asked Rav Leib Chasma, so what are we doing? So what am I doing? So Rav Leib Chasma told him like this. Take something easy that you feel you really can carry through. And when you have it, come back to me. And he came back and he said, yes, Rebbe, I think I figured out something that I can. He says, now take it and split it in half. Take whatever goal you have in mind and split it in half. And that's what you should work on. So what was Rebbe Chasman trying to discourage him from reaching great heights. We have to understand that if we want to accomplish something, you know, by the Umar Sa'ilam, they make New Year's re- New Year resolutions. You know, the guy drinks, you know, he's an alcoholic. January 1st, he makes a resolution, he's not gonna drink anymore. Midnight New Year's, he gets drunk. Maybe gets into an accident too. But that, a resolution, a plan, has to be something that I'm going to know that I'm going to. In Yiddish they say, I'll grab it by the neck and I'll carry it through. Having these lofty ideas and, and, and seeing oneself, great people became great not because they decided in one shot they're going to conquer the world at once, but they took upon themselves certain things and 
and, and they, they decided that whatever I'm going to take upon myself, it won't be done haphazardly. I'm going to do it, I'm going to carry it, and I'm going to carry it till, till the end. A friend of mine once told me that he saw, he, he saw a siddur of an Adam Godel, and he had a piece of paper in it. And I'll read you what he told me, that he told me that this Godel had, he didn't tell me who the Godel was, I don't know why he didn't want to tell me. I mean, I didn't push him, I didn't ask but he told me, I saw it. He was talking about, he writing himself about Philip, but then he, 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 he relates it to other things too. There's no such thing as this is just a, a small tefillah, this is an easy tefillah. Even the slightest tefillah. Can change a whole situation from one end to the other. How much more so if you do it with all with, 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 with all the the intensity, with all the difficulty, with all, all that it takes. It takes. And then he adds on and he says, it's not so much, it's not so much of how much I'll take upon myself, but how much I'm going to carry it through. I remember I was a boy, little boy, my father, Obishalom, told me over from the altar from Navaradik. He said, it says, Chazal say, Pischu likipischu shalmachat. You have to open up an opening as much as a, a, a hole of a needle. And a Kaddish Baruch who says, I'll open to you up as, as, as an arch, as a doorway of, 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 of a hole, a hall. And the Altaf and the Vardek asked, so how come? How come we don't see that that happens? We don't happen, you know, we, 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 we try, but we don't see that great Doorways are opening up for us in Ruchnias that we, we grow so much. And the Alta for the Vardek says, Vas is nisht, the loch is nisht, adurch in adurch. That hole of that needle that's demanded of you in order to open up great doorways for you, it's got to be through and through. Yeah, we touch it with a needle. But how much Amal and Yigiyah it doesn't have to be that we undertook massive undertakings. But how through and through did we undertake it? How much omal and yigiyah, how much, how, much, how much did we inconvenience ourselves? How much, how much stress did we allow ourselves? And I don't mean the bad stress. How much did we do it? The Sefer Chreide writes, and I quote, Kal Yehudi Tzorech Mitzvah Achas. Sefer Chreide writes, Every Jew needs one mitzvah. Shemekayim Yoyse Mimashet Tzorech. You need one mitzvah. This is my mitzvah. And you know, this mitzvah, I don't do it just to get away with it. This mitzvah, I do Yoyse Mimashet Tzorech. I have my chumris in this one mitzvah. It can be Ben Adam Lamakim, it can be Ben Adam Lachaveret. But this mitzvah, it could be bikachoylam, it could be tvilm, it could be anything you want. But this is my mitzvah, and that one mitzvah will soon understand it. 
Sivi says, Eitz Chaim, he lemachzikim bo. Torah is Eitz Chaim for those who hold on to it. Achiza ba'anaf, achiza b'chola ilon. If you grab onto a tree, you don't necessarily have to hold on to the entire tree. If you hang on to that branch, but you have a tight grip on that, gra- on that branch, you're connected to that tree, you're holding on to the tree. It's a Eitz Chaim But you don't necessarily have to hold on and have a... Comp- I mean, of course, we have to keep Tariq of interest in those who think that. But you have one mitzvah that that mitzvah gives you a grip. That mitzvah gives you the ability to hold on. <coughs> and then you connect it. You're, you're holding on. The Pirish HaMishnai is the Rambam writes, and it's a famous Pirish HaMishnai. They tell me that I'm here for sure and know it. But the famous Pirish HaMishnai is, you know, the, we, all, we all say when we finish learning, or at least many people say if they want to say Kaddish, wanted to be to give the opportunity for Klai, so therefore he gave them This is what the Rambam says on that. From 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 the fundamental beliefs in Torah. When a person has a mitzvah in the Torah that he keeps as, 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 as it needs to be, he has this secret between him and HaKadosh Baruch He has no ulterior motives by doing this mitzvah except this is his mitzvah, one mitzvah in the Torah, that it's between him and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he has no ulterior motives in it. He does it because that's a mitzvah. May have out of love HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as I just explained to you, that he's going to be his past to get into Chayoy And this is what Reb Chananya ben Akashya says. Since there are many, many mitzvahs, it is impossible that a person shouldn't be able to do one mitzvah, but that mitzvah will be a mitzvah like nothing else, like as the Haredim writes. When he does that mitzvah, that mitzvah will make his neshama alive. He brings a gemara from Ben where asked and the one who it was a case over there with Moshe Purim and Moshe Tzedakah got confused and, and he did it, he took out of his own pocket, nobody had to know nobody, okay, and that's what the Pasuk says Hashem chofetz leman tzitkoi 
Hashem wants the matzitka of the person. It's, that's why Yagdil Torah v'yadir, he gave us so many mitzvahs. So in each mitzvah, a person can find in the mit, in, in the entire Torah, he should be able to find a mitzvah that that will be a mitzvah that I will do it to the nth degree. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be the most difficult one. But it has to be something that it's with its entire purity. It's with entire amal v'yagiyah. I, this is my mitzvah, and this is my mitzvah that I will do it to the end of degree. I want to speak to you. We're talking that it doesn't have to be big, it doesn't have to be, but you have to understand in Ruchnius, you know, if you lose. $100,000 in the stock market, it's not a big deal. Not a big deal. You lose it, you make it, you whatever. Don't worry, don't, don't get too aggravated. It's fine. It's fine. Okay? Say fine. fine. And borrow Gashmi and things aren't, aren't it's, it's not important. It's not important. It's not important. In Dovaruchni, small things make a very big difference. I know this week I was Mava Sedra and it's last week. And I had I had a Hargosha. Hakadishbahu says at the end of the parish, he tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Alehel Haravorim. Okay. And see you know, and you go and Umus Kashemes Aranachicha. And if you want, I'll give you a chance to see her. It's a throne. But Vishamalai Sabi, you won't you won't you won't get it to Eretz it's Now let's understand for a moment. Moshe Rabbeinu had very few desires in life. He wanted to get Kalal Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. That was a desire of his, so that they could be Makabal Torah. The goal wasn't just to get out of Mitzrayim, but Kabbalah And he had another desire to get into Eretz Yisrael. That was, that was what he wanted. What more did he want? He didn't want a Porsche. He didn't want anything. What, what did he want? He wanted, he wanted, he wanted to go and tear it to strong. Because Yibachah said, no, you're not going. Why? Because by May Meriva, what happened was, you had an opportunity to do a Kiddush Hashem in a way that would be tremendous. You'll speak to the rock. Instead, you hit the rock. I want to tell you something. I challenge you to take a rock and to hit it once, twice, as many times as you want. And let me see it give, give, give you water. Okay? So the fact that the rock gave water was a tremendous nest. It was a tremendous trendset. Not quite as great as it would have been had he spoken to him. So what's the big deal? So I know you're going to tell me a coach broke up a doctor from Tzadikim Kuchotasaya. In Dvarim Ruchniyim, small things make a big difference. Ah, it's okay, it doesn't matter. That you could say when somebody smashes up your car. That's okay, it doesn't matter. Bashed up car, okay. I'm not insured, but it's okay. I'll buy a new one. I'll buy a 
get a column, whatever. <coughs> in Dvarim Ruchniyim, there's not something too little for me to work on. There's not something too little that can get me great places. Great people became great because of small things. It was a sea, and everything in life is that way. You see that big tree? You went to Sequoia, wherever you went, and you saw big trees? It all originated from a little seed. That's all it was. In Dvarim Ruchniyim, small things make a very big difference. In Gashmias too. But it all started with that one thing. I'm going to conclude. I had planned to say a lot more, but I'm going to conclude. But I just want to tell you one thing. There's a POSIC, there's a POSIC in Shirashiro. Shloyma Melech says, Mayofa Pamayich Bamanolim Basnod. Shloyma Melech compliments Klal Yisrael and he says, You know, Klal Yisrael. You're so beautiful, and you look so beautiful in those shoes. In other words, Shlomo Melech found nothing to compliment Kalal Yisrael except the beautiful shoes. What's this all about? So I once heard a beautiful shot, but the time doesn't allow it. I heard it 48 or 49 years ago from Mordechaz Rachi, but we'll skip that now. But I saw recently on a, in a sefer that came out recently from somebody who wrote what the Gaivet of the Eidah Chreid, the Sreptoi had told him. Nice, beautiful sefer. And he says over from somebody, he says, He says, it's going on Yom Kippur. And he says, you know, Comes El, comes Rashani, Yom Kippur, we reach a high, starting from Kol Nidre to Shachris to Musaf. By Nila, we feel elevated. If somebody davens even halfway decent, they feel I'll never do an Avera again. It's not Shaykh for the way I am. And by the time I say Yishma Yisrael and Hashem, Kim, forget it. The malachim are somewhere down there. But what happens after we leave Shul? Says, says, so he says, he says, Yom Kippur, we don't wear shoes. Says, You know what the beauty of you, Klal Yisrael, is? That not only when you weren't wearing shoes, were you great? But you carried that with you, like the Rabbi Salata said that we spoke, I'm tzoe, a plan. The plan worked so well that you look so beautiful when you walk, when you walked out of that shoe with your shoes and you continued with your life and you were able to maintain what you gained in the Yomim and Eroim. Halavai, we should all be Zoich of Ezra Sashem and a Gemach Sima Tevan Akut Kabinch.